Welcome to another episode of the Final Percent Podcast, and uh, I'm doing this one on the road. We are very committed to sticking to the Monday release. Um, This one will not be able to be filmed because, yes, I am driving. No one is with me. Um, So a couple disclaimers. Number one, if I sound like I'm nervous or shaky, I'm just in a heavy-duty truck. And I'm going over bumps. And you know what? Sometimes that happens. So I I am sorry that uh, it may sound a little less awesome than normal. But again, we are, we are going for progress over perfection. And uh, we're actually in a lot of really cool things going on with TFP, with uh, our friends over at the Humble Co- Corporation. Um, And so we're running around getting things ready. We're also doing a retreat up in Idaho with a a company called Renatus, which is really cool. It's all about real estate and uh, community. Uh, My friend and I, Bob Tierney, actually rented a castle on the lake that sleeps 50 people for this retreat. So that's pretty crazy. And then we get back and then we basically have a week and we're going straight into the Humble Retreat, which is actually at my house. And then you have... July 4th after that. And then I'm going to do a huge tournament that I got into at my country club that you actually have to win a lottery to get into because it's so popular. And then the last day of the tournament, I'm literally getting on a plane and going to Kenya. So I'm, I'm kind of gearing up for a big, a big uh, uh, turn of events, if you will. Um, but it made me realize a couple things as I'm going through just the process. I made a a thing that I'm going to talk about today is basically declaration versus an actual decision. And I think that if we can understand what a declaration is, it's basically you are telling everybody your intentions. And one of my good friends, a fellow coach, and she's a partner in the final percent, uh, Dr. Eileen Gallagher, she used a phrase uh, when she was coaching a couple one day. Is she said, you know, I think that couples need to stop making largely ceremonial declarations. And I th- we got to talking and I realized that most people actually make largely ceremonial declarations. They say, I'm going to lose weight. They say, I'm going to be a better uh, husband. I'm going to stop gambling. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to start saving. I'm going to start reading, whatever it is. And it usually, it, it lasts for about two weeks to six weeks. And then something happens, a trigger happens, uh, because they haven't really implanted the idea into their head, into their, 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 their habits, into their psychology, that this is now who you are. Why? Because it was just a declaration. Because I can make any declaration I want. I'm going to be the world's first trillionaire uh, and, and not just someone who made a trillion dollar company. I am going to be a person who has a trillion dollars to his name that's liquid. I mean, 
number one, I mean, that's certainly not something that I am declaring because quite frankly, I don't know how I would do that. And it also is not important to me. I'll tell you, once I had a kid, everything changed. I, I mean, what I, what I will say has changed for me and what I declare now is I want as much time with my family and I want quality time that I can actually be present because there's a lot of people who can create quality time, but they're not present. They're not engaged with their family. They're not spending, they're not putting energy behind the time in a very intentional manner for their family. And, and that means a lot more to me than say making more money or this, that, and the other. Um, but we get into this habit of, again, largely ceremonial declarations. And so then what we do is we do things like, I'm going to, uh, we, we, we post it on Facebook, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in six weeks, I want you guys to hold me accountable. The problem is no one cares about that as much as you do. And the people who do, the people who would put that on their calendar are probably doing it with malicious intent. So therefore, we should almost never do our declarations to anybody but mentors, really close personal friends, good community members who want to support us along the journey and aren't just going to chastise our outcomes. So this kind of plays into the last podcast that I did where I said, hey, we need to have exploration and innovation just as important as the outcome. We've become so outcome driven that we are starting to miss the possibility. We are starting to miss what we can do because and we're and we're we're actually because we're so focused on the outcome, we are dropping we are dropping what is actually in store for us because we're so focused on something that is mediocre. And so with that being said, you have to have real consequences. You have to, if you are going to make a decision and you believe in that decision, then you should be able to follow that up with not just action, but consequence. And so here's kind of what I'm going to talk to you about as a leader, as, as someone, because when I was on stage at the last Humble Retreat in San Diego, it was a couple months ago, one of our videographers was uh, panning across, and I had realized just how much I had let myself go. I have never, ever, ever been this heavy in my entire life. I was 247 pounds. 247 pounds. Literally the heaviest I have ever been. Now, I've been 245 before, but it was like almost all muscle. I was doing nothing but working out. So I'm just going to say that this is a very different 247. I had, I've torn, torn my rotator cuff, something I'm still dealing with to today. Uh, or dealing with today. Um, I'd torn my rotator cuff. Kayla had gotten pregnant. I was very stressed. COVID happened. We were isolated. Gyms were shut down. So I basically had every excuse available to me in my psychology to where I could give myself a pass. And I think that that is one of the things that I needed to make the decision that I'm either someone who eats the, you know, the two double doubles or the three double doubles from in and out, or I'm someone who 
doesn't. And the thing is, is I kept making the excuse, oh, well, I'm traveling. We don't have a In-N-Out in Colorado, so I'm going to eat one while I can. Um, oh, well, Kayla, you know, wants Chick-fil-A fried chicken for the third time. So what? Why, why don't I do that, you know? Well, I mean, number one, she's pregnant. She's actually building a human. I am not. My part in the human building phase was over pretty quickly. You know what I'm just saying? And uh, she's got nine months of this, I'm going to build a human kind of thing. And so if she wants Chick-fil-A, it's a different, it's, it's almost like hers was a reason, mine was an excuse. And I think understanding the difference between your reasons and your excuses extra- is extraordinarily important, just like understanding the difference between your largely ceremonial declarations versus your your actual decisions like this is a decision that i am making because if you decide to do something your chances of it coming true are actually extraordinarily high so let's unpack that a little bit when i saw myself like literally i i hadn't stepped on the scale in so long i saw myself on a uh, video and I was like, oh my, like what? And so I literally, I looked so fat in this. I literally went and checked my shirt. I said, did I, did I accidentally put on a medium shirt when I was speaking that day? And I did not. It was a large and it looked like a medium on me. And I was quite frankly, I don't want to say disgusted. I would say a much more appropriate thing is disappointed in myself because I knew that this was a direct result of my excuses. It was a direct result of my lack of willpower, self-control, everything that you want to call it. I It came just smashing me into the face. It was a huge wake-up call. And then also having this little baby that I have to take care of and thinking, okay, I'm a five-foot-seven man. I don't think I have any, any, I don't have any business being 247 pounds. Like, that's really overweight. So I had to make a decision. But how do I hold myself accountable? Because decisions come with one really super key ingredient. Decisions have to come with consistency. And so people who are not consistent in their decisions, they're not consistent in their actions, they're not resolute in their ideology, if you will, what starts starts to happen is they just continually make declarations. And so I said, you know what? I'll make a declaration right now, but it's going to come with a decision, a real consequence. And I said, for everybody in the audience, if you come to the next humble retreat and I cannot, and, and I'm not able to step on a scale and be 200 pounds or below, or I think I might have just said 200, below 200 pounds. So 199.9, I've got to get to. 
If I'm not able to do that when I step on stage at the next Humble Retreat, I will give every single person who was at the San Diego Retreat, who comes to this retreat, I will give you $1,000 cash. Now, all of a sudden, if we're going to have 30, 40 people that are going to, to migrate and come to the next one, well, what does that mean? That means if I don't hit this, this is a $40,000 decision. So I'm either deciding to lose the weight or pay the money. And for me to be able to get below, for me to be able to get below the weight, I have to do things consistently. You cannot lose 48 pounds on accident. You have to be purposeful in your decisions. You have to be consistent in your decisions. You have to have what... uh, Coach Burt says, I love what he says in this, this, this frame of mind. He says, a long obedience in the same direction. And so, you know, I've got, I had two months to basically lose this 50 pounds, which is a lot. That's, that's a lot to do, guys. I think we all know it's, it's you know, almost a pound a day, which is a, uh, that yeah that i'm not uh, if i told you it was easy for me i'm and I, and just so you know we're about 20 days out and i've got 14 pounds to lose so i'm on track but just barely so do do i get to this goal i don't know i mean to be honest with you i know because i'm not gonna i'm not going to fail i know that it's up to me and i know that you know i have to clean up my my diet even further, drink more water, eat less food, work out more, fast longer, go into a sauna, do whatever it takes. But the thing is, is I have real honest to God consequences. Here's the thing. Our lives are, this is going to sound weird for a second, guys, but our lives are too long. Our lives are too long. Why? Because there's not a short enough horizon that we think we always have enough time. You don't have enough time. You think that you're going to get to it tomorrow. You think that you're going to make up for it tomorrow. You think that you're going to make a difference tomorrow. But here's the thing about habit. It's literally harder tomorrow than it is today. Because you have one more day with that habit ingrained inside of who you are. And so, you know, what wake-up call do you need? What wake-up call it has been knocking on the door consistently for you, but you are not paying attention to it? What wake-up call are you actually begging for? And that's, and that's the big thing. You know, understanding the difference bef- between wanting and liking things I think is is extraordinarily important here as well because you want significance you want money but you don't like the work you want to be respected but you don't like being resolute in your decisions and so that's the big thing that I'm doing here Did I like working out every single day did I like doing sometimes yes sometimes no but I had to do it every single day. Because 
I really want to meet this goal. And it's starting to become part of my decision-making progress or process, sorry. So that's a big thing is understanding, okay, like if you want, you know, they, they actually do this to understand dopamine and the psychology of, for instance, rats. Um, wanting fruit juice or the food or the whatever, wanting is a immediate, um, they start licking their lips. That's wanting, say, the fruit juice. They, they, they start licking their lips. Drinking the fruit juice consistently is liking it. So there's a huge difference. Now, there might be a thing in your brain where you want, 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 but then when you get, you don't like. And so you have to learn to like the process. Learn to like your health journey. Learn to like getting up in the morning. Learn to like salads. You know? And if you're not going to like it, then just just do it anyway and just don't like it. But we have got to, as a society, stop complaining about results we didn't get from work we didn't do. And the thing is, is if we can start understanding this, you know, dichotomy, if you will, we're going to change our lives. And so stop, what I'm asking you to do is stop making declarations and start making decisions. To decide means to cut off. You are cutting something off. If you have two things and you decide on one, you literally erase the other one. There's no buyer's remorse. There's no, oh, I wish I would have, should have, could have. That's not, that's not the way this goes down. That means it is literally no longer an option. Think about marriage. It's the ultimate decision. Because I don't know how your marriage works, but my marriage works. All of the other options are not on the table. That's literally, that's about the final percent. And this is why the final percent is an extraordinarily important com- concept for people to understand, because think about this. We are taught that you, if you get an A, that's 90% or A minus. A is 95%. A plus is 98%. However, what if you are 98% faithful to your wife? What if you are 98% faithful to your husband? You are 98% faithful. You know, that 2% starts to matter. So what I'm asking you to do is to decide to be 100% faithful to your dreams, 100% faithful to who you are, 100% faithful because you have been cheating on you is what's going down. And I want you to decide, cut everything off. Stop the comparative reality. Stop thinking that you coulda, shoulda, woulda done anything differently and or better. And start today, start right now, and cut everything else off. When I said yes to Kayla, as far as I'm concerned, romantically, I live in a world with a bunch of other dudes. So there are no other women for me. That's just, they don't exist. It's not a thing. I cut them all off. I decided that this is my person and I went all in 100%. And it has paid dividends every single day. I did that on the learning. 
And so here's the thing. If you're going to be a leader, you need, to, you need to show people what a decision looks like. Oh, wow. He made this decision. I'm going to be below 200 pounds. And he did it. That, that proves that I can do something consistently. That proves that I'm going to do what I say. That proves that if I say something is going to happen, the likelihood of it happening is very high. That is leadership. But a lot of leaders are just super good at declarations. So I want to see follow through. Follow through for me. Now, do I get this perfect all the time? No. Well, with the caveat, 100% perfect with faithfulness to my wife, to be extraordinarily clear. But the thing is, is we have got to start being faithful to ourselves. Stop the comparative reality. Stop saying that, oh, this person's a badass. I'm not a badass. I want to be more like them. No, you want to be more like you with some of their qualities and traits. That's cool. But you have got to be faithful to you. You've got to be faithful to your dreams. You've got to be faithful to the ideas that you have, the the person that you want to be. And you've got to partner with that future self. You've got to partner with the person that you are trying to become to pull you into your future instead of you shaming yourself by trying to push you into your future. It's way easier to get pulled. And so that's why when I stood on stage, I made this declaration. It started out as just that, a declaration. Nothing had happened yet. I didn't make any decisions. But then, right when I said, okay, we're doing a gallon of water a day. I'm going to, like right now, I, at a minimum, I have to burn 1,000 calories working out per day. That's my minimum. I needed to basically turn myself into a science experiment. Why? Because I'll tell you right now, the last time I lost a ton of weight is when I was in my late 20s. You know, losing weight when you're 37 versus 27 are two very different things. I had to be more tactic-driven, not just, you know, extreme action-driven. had to be very focused. And you're going to see what that looks like. Because here's the thing. Leaders, our job is to show people what a decision looks like. But a decision happens, and then it happens again, and then it happens again, and then it happens again until it is who you are, until it does own part of your identity. I needed to get healthy, healthy with the way that I interact, healthy with the way that I act in general. And so that's the thing. You're, you're, you're literally watching, you know, old me melt off of my body by me, new me making better decisions. And is it part of it financially driven because I don't want to pay the money? Of course. Of course. Like Jim Rohn says, of course. But the thing is, it got me in a state of action. It kept me in inertia. Because if I didn't have that consequence... If I didn't do what I call put that tattoo out there, because a tattoo, a lot of people do their tattoo, quote unquote, as the whole, oh, well, you know, I'm going to post it on Facebook. Hold me accountable, guys. That's not going to work. That's not the way this goes down. 
but a real honest to God tattoo. Hey, if you mess up, it's going to cost you $40,000. All right. I should probably do that then. I should probably pay attention to this then. Now, I'm not saying everything that you're trying to get accomplished should have a consequence that that big. Because I'll tell you, when I told my wife what I said, she was like, what? Why? 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 Why not say $100? Why not say that? I was like, I don't know. It just kind of came out of me. So it is what it is. But the thing is, is have real consequences. Partner with people. Get involved in communities. Get a coach. Get a mentor. And have real honest-to-God consequences. I made a partner uh, uh, or a, a deal with uh, one of my students he said, hey, I'm going to lose 35 pounds by New Year's, and if I don't, I'm going to give you 7500 bucks." And, you know, we'll probably just donate that somewhere if he doesn't get there. But the thing is, is he's probably going to be a little cavalier with the decisions and the weight. Why? Because it's so in the future. This is only six months in the future, you know? We live too long. We have to have real repercussions. Guys, you are going to die for this life that you live. You are going to die. You are dying for your decisions. You are going to die for what you are living for. And you got to ask yourself, is the life you are living right now, is it worth dying for? Are you willing to die for who you are, what you do, what you have, who's in your life? And if, if the answer is no, it's time to make different decisions. So there's my, there's my whole spiel today. Just want to let you guys know, you know, we've got a new Greg in town who actually is back on his health grind. You've probably noticed it, but, uh, the reason being is I made a decision. And remember, that the number one ingredient in any real decision is consistency. We've got to have consistency in our life. So you make some decisions today. You remain consistent. And I promise you, you are going to start having a life, living a life that is truly worth dying for because someday you are going to. And I know that might sound morbid, but it's also kind of beautiful in its own right because we are here for a finite amount of time and we need to make it mean something. And it's, and it's not just monetary. It's kind of like the, the Gary Vee thing that's going around. You know, seven billion people need to, uh, you know, re-understand or however he puts it, their version of success. Success is not necessarily monetary. Success is living life on your terms. Success is, is maybe having the family. Success is maybe having the business. Success is maybe having a legacy. It, success is yours and it's personally yours. So don't let it get super comparative. But live life on your terms. Live life with people that you love. Do things that you care about. Do things that you love. Have fun. Laugh. Live. Don't be stressed out. And, and by God, you really got to love. Love who you are first. And, and it's kind of like, I'll end with this. I know I'm rambling now. I always get into some of these moments. Um, but it's kind of like Zig Ziglar said, you know, if you go out there to find a friend, you're going to be looking for the rest of your life. However, if you go out to be a friend, you're going to have more friends than you know what to do with. 
So go out there and be somebody who wants to be a friend. Be someone who loves. Be someone who loves themselves and can be an example for other people on what that looks like. I think the world needs more of that today. So anyway, thank you guys so much. This has been the final percent podcast and every monday we're going to be coming to you just and we might have guests we might have you know fun things serious things but no matter what we're going to hit this monday vibe so i appreciate you and i will talk to you soon and uh as always i love you more